welcome to Oktoberfest 2021. Won't Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. All right, so we He's are about in, to do it to me again. We are in Oktoberfest, and of course we always have to have <clears throat> one really in-depth episode. Uh, well, seemingly in-depth episode where I spend a lot of time doing work and Dave just kind of sits back and enjoys the ride. So <laughs> Because he has done zero to clue me in on exactly well, what it is. I know it's... Horror anthology, horror anthology television shows. Um, I'm not even sure I said that word right. Yeah, so well, whatever. It, it's. I have always enjoyed these types of of shows, and um, the I only two I can back, really think of oh, is Tales from the Crypt okay. and um, Friday the Thirteenth, the TV show. Mm, we'll get into it because you're wrong on one of those. What? Hold on, I'll, nah. I'll tell you. What. Okay, so the horror anthology. Okay. Is in my and the the what I went with here, and I, I might even have broken it once or twice on, on my my own rule about this. So you broke it every single time. Is well, one of them especially, but we'll get to it. Is that basically it's it's not a continuing storyline. That's okay. that's the whole thing. Is it's yeah. like yeah, we have you know. Um, you know, like if it's a half-hour show, then it's that that episode is completely contained in and of itself. Okay. In the story. Um, sometimes, like with one of them over there that we have later that we're going to talk about, it was an hour-long show with two stories in it that might have had a little bit of a through line, but they weren't a continuation of the story. Okay. You know, it's just kind of like oh, there's a tenuous maybe a character from this winds up over here in this story for a minute or whatever, but that's all you really have. Or they mentioned the like, you know, the setting for the first episode or the first part of the episode or, or whatever, you know, gotcha. uh, and, but then when it's the episodes over, the next one will be something completely different. You know, that that's, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. Uh, I did break that on one of these. So that's why I did not put Friday the 13th, the series on here, because that was a continuing story. Well, the all con- through the continuing story was it was a antique shop where all the antiques were, were cursed, cursed and, and they were just trying to get the stuff well, back. There was an uncle. There was a guy that had these this, all these cursed antiques in the store. Right. Um, his it was his niece and nephew who didn't know each other that they were like you know distant relatives or whatever. Right. Inherited the place. They started selling off the stuff. You know, just thinking it was a regular antique store, and then come to find out, you know, they. The guy's old partner came back. It's like, no, 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 no. This stuff is, you know. So every episode was dealing with a specific antique. Yeah. But it was always those two characters, or those three characters. Going around trying to yeah, get the stuff exactly. back. So it was kind of one of those things where it wasn't, it's not technically an anthology because of that. Yes, it was a monster of the week okay. type set, you yeah. know. But it wasn't, and that's why, and that's, you know, like, I didn't put the X-Files on here because. Right. You know, there were episodes that that were very anthology, but there was also the conspiracy thing and Scully, sure, okay. Mulder, uh, yeah. Mulder and Scully. You know, the whole fighting the FBI and the smoking government man. and smoking yeah. man and you know all that stuff. So, 
<clears throat> so yeah, you were right with Tales from the Crypt being one of them. Okay, but well, I'm going to say this right now. Okay, with Friday the Thirteenth, when you get to your episode where you break your own rules, I'm going to throw this right back in your face. Oh, okay. Just so letting I'm, you know now. I'm starting off fairly early on this. Uh, actually, before before I get into it, I have three things that I want to bring up. Three shows before we get into yeah, this. Because okay. I'm starting yeah. back like in early television here. You, okay, So are you going back to, to the 50s? It's Outer uh, Limits, Twilight Zone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get there, okay? It actually starts before that. Um, Sorry, I'm just pulling these right off the top of my head. So there was a show in... Uh, 1951, ran from 51 to 53. And this is stuff that you and I, I guarantee, you have never seen. Okay, that's why I have these in this. Okay. All the rest of this stuff is stuff that I guarantee we've seen at least some of, whether it's in reruns or remakes or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, The first one, like I said, was called Tales of Tomorrow. It was a lot more sci-fi than it was horror. Actually heard of it. Yeah, it ran for two seasons. Yeah. 1951 to 1953. Um. The next one uh, was in 1959 to 1961, so it ran for two seasons also. It was called One Step Beyond. I don't know Again, that one. Okay. That's interesting. Here's where we got a couple of interesting ones here, okay? In, from 19, it was two seasons here. It was from 1960 to 1962. Probably three seasons, honestly, in that time period. But it was called Thriller, and it was hosted by Boris Karloff. Oh no! I've actually seen some episodes. You've seen from some of this. this, okay? Because this would um, they did some episodes on some of those, um, like the the channel that did like the the sci fi monsters oh, yeah, 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 and the, yeah, yeah. the kaiju stuff. I'm sure stuff. at some point, sci fi yeah. channel probably showed some of this. You know? No, I've I've actually seen some of those episodes. This is the one that I found really interesting. It's called Way Out. It came out in nineteen. Is in one okay, season. That one I've not Nineteen sixty one. The host for this show was Raw Dahl. Really? Yes. So the guy that wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yeah. and um, um, <clears throat> now I'm blanking on other stuff that he wrote, but wrote all, you know, hosted this show. It was only one season, you know, yeah. uh, in 19, like I said, 1961. I'm kind of interested. Those have been released on DVD. I'm kind of interested to go back and watch Oh, I'd that, like to see you know, those. Cause, Absolutely. Because, yeah. Um, so that's like kind of the pre... Not really because some of these actually... One of these, at least, is in the middle of all this, but it, it ran for a lot sooner. So I'm going to start this in 1955. Okay. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock presents. Good evening. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. That ran from 1955 to 1962. I also, in some of these, and I put this out here, it had a revival in the 80s. Yeah, uh, I remember from 1985 that. 1985 yeah. to 1989. I remember seeing that one more than the old one. The old yeah, ones. absolutely. And they did a lot of where they they updated. They did the same stories, but they, but they updated with, they them with new actors and the what's the 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 man from um, oh what's the name of it? 
Hey, quick editor's note, I found out that the name of the episode is Man from the South. It starred uh, Steve McQueen and Peter Lorre. It was from the fifth season of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Now, in Four Rooms, Quentin Tarantino refers to it as the Man from Rio, but that is not the name. It is Man from the South. It was... Okay, you've seen Four the movie Four Rooms. Yes. Okay, you know the, the whole thing, the last the, the Quentin Tarantino one where they're with the where they're gonna cut his pinky off yeah that's what they're referencing to it's yeah it's like the man from tahiti or the man from something something like like that yeah yeah. and that's what the whole that there was that this was an episode of it's because tarantino Tarantino was a huge hitchcock fan anyway right and i remember seeing the updated version of it in the 80s version because they did one there that's where i remember seeing it from the the thing with it is that Albert Hitchcock Presents ran from 1955 to 1962, but then from 62 to 65, it was just called the Alfred Hitchcock Hour. It was the same. It was the same. That's thing. interesting. They were just repackaged. They it. just repackaged it as, as the Alfred Hitchcock Hour okay. rather than Alfred. Because this Presents. was the thing so, where he would he would walk from the right of the screen in profile, and, was, and he would stop, and it would be the. There was a, there was an outline like they a would drawing. draw the outline. Yeah. It would be like, and then he would walk off screen. Yes, and it would be like the Alfred Hitchcock. And that was show. the um, yeah. Uh, was it uh, was it de- what is it um, funeral Marion? Was it Death March of the Marionettes or Funeral yeah. of the Marionettes? Yeah, that's where that all started. You know, came into. Uh, what is the name? Is it the Death March of the Marionettes or is it the Funeral? I think it's Death March of the Marionettes. Uh, but that's that. Yeah, that's where that what you associate with right alfred hitchcock outside of the movies is from all that and he he hosted those you know he would go right oh, i'm alfred hitchcock and Hello, blah, blah, blah. i'm alfred hitchcock yeah and, you know and that you know is really yeah. an interesting show you know especially at the time because alfred hitchcock was huge at the time he you know was huge yeah well i'm, I'm he's, sorry he's his still, stuff I mean, is yes, classic right, if you, I, you need Anybody that has not watched the Alfred Hitchcock movies or even the shows, you need to go back and watch them because Most there is of them are good. There's a few of them that are not. There, there yeah. is a lot Some of his really early stuff's not that great. So. There's a lot of groundbreaking movie stuff mm-hmm. that he did and storytelling that he did that people are still using and copying today. Yes. The next one that we have in here, yeah, okay, is the Twilight Zone. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Okay. A classic. It ran... From 1959 to 1964. Yep. Okay, it's five seasons, five or six seasons. But the thing is, is the seasons were like 26, 28 episodes, you know? And the cool thing about it is that Rod Serling wrote the vast majority of them. Yeah. I mean, like, it it wasn't just like, oh, you know, he's hosting this, you know. no, No, he wrote the vast majority of these, you know. Yeah. And again, you know, with the Twilight Zone... There's a lot of sci-fi. There is a lot of sci-fi, but there is a lot of horror. Talking in Tina. This show. Talking Tina. Talking Tina. Um, the uh, of course, there's was it terror at twenty thousand feet or whatever yeah. you know or thirty thousand feet. The, one of the ones that 
that I, of course, I, of course, now I can't remember the actual name of the, the episode. Editor's note again, I found the name of the episode. It is called The Grave. It stars Lee Marvin, James Best, and Lee Van Cleef. It's from season three. I highly recommend going and watching it. But it's, um, it's set in this western town. I always go back to this. It's set in this western town, and uh, this gunfighter comes in because there, there was this outlaw that he was chasing. Yeah. And the town killed him killed the, you know this outlaw and he comes in and they're kind of making accusations that he wasn't really looking for the outlaw you know, he's a bounty hunter or whatever you know saying oh you didn't, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. really you weren't you know you were scared of him and blah 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 and it's one of these things it's one it's winter time so there's like there's wind you can always hear the wind howling in the yeah. background and he they they so basically to for him to prove that he wasn't scared they want him to take a, a to take a knife up to the um, to his gravesite and stick it in the you know prove that you know that he's not scared of the guy or what you know just that, that way they know that he went up there you know and he stick the knife in the grave whatever so he goes up there and it's one of those things that he sticks the knife in the grave and he goes to walk away and then all of a sudden he like falls down and it's one of those things that the next day the the, the townspeople come out and he had stuck the knife threw his coat into the ground and so whenever he stood up they're like well he must he must have thought that he the guy came back to life and grabbed him and he had a heart attack and died you know yeah and they're like and but then his sister's like no it's funny because the wind was blowing the opposite direction you know it's it's one of those things where it's kind of yeah. you know but it's it's one of the, the things with it is it's the atmosphere it's that wind blowing in the background yeah. all the time that's really just the constant unsent. howling you know there were there, there were you know there were all kinds of those episodes the that, guy that he finally gets his wish the world's ended he's oh, the yeah. last man on earth he's in the, the all the time in the world all, that's the all name of the, the name time in the world with all, all the books the, and he and breaks, he his, breaks glasses. his glasses i know yeah. there, there was a lot of those types of the episodes one, the of, the plastic surgery episode where they're trying to make oh, her more I the beholder yeah I the beholder and they are they all have these pig faces you right. know and, and like they're like oh she's horrible and she she's looks hideous horrible, I know. Yeah. or you know there was the episode where the guy found the um he found the pocket watch that would stop time yes and then he broke it when it was stuck yep and he was like i'll fix it i'll fix it i promise it but everything is stuck and he's you know again that's a little more sci-fi but yeah they they just they would go into these you know he said the talking Tina. there was the episode with the kid that like had um everybody was scared of him because he could kill people like or he would like teleport them or, or whatever yeah. it was you know and it was just like this so everybody was just like walking on eggshells around him and right you know it just so I'm, I'm guessing because you've got twilight zone on here you've also got to have outer limits so we'll get to it uh what i was going to get to with the twilight zone is that it ran from 1959 to 1964 right and then there was the new twilight zone which was from 85 to 89 yeah okay there was a that yep. one came on somewhere close to around when MASH... Um, it went was like, off the air. Yeah. yeah. The, the, MASH went off the air in 82, and this came on afterward. This was on CBS. For some reason, I've got a, I've got a tie between it's probably, MASH I, and you, you know, the new Twilight Zone. You want to know what it probably is? Is that MASH used to come on after the news. Yeah. Like in reruns and syndication around right. here. And they also... It wasn't on the same channel, but on another channel at the same time, they had a block. I think it was Channel 17. They had a block where they would show the new Twilight Zone um, 
and they had Tales a, from the Dark Side back to back. Oh yeah, which we'll get to Tales from the Dark Side here. Yeah, in a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, so there was that 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 revival, and then I there almost was a, forgot about Tales. Then from the there Dark was Side. another revival for, that ran from 2002 to 2003. And then there was another one that was just this most recent one with, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I couldn't what's get his into name? it. Peel. That was the nineteen. It only ran. It was from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. It was. I, you know, I, I I really tried to love that version I've of it. Not and heard I could not good. get into it. I have not heard anything good. I, I would about get that bored episode. about halfway yeah. through an episode and change the channel. What I was going to say there was a there was a new episode in like you know uh, that wasn't a remake of one of the old ones in uh, that that 80s version yeah that was written by Stephen King that um, doesn't surprise me at all was, because he was a huge fan of that show i think it was called grandma or something like that and yeah. it was this whole thing where like this kid you know his grandmother is dying in the house yeah. you know and he's kind of scared of her to begin with and, and so and he thinks she might be a witch, you know, and all this kind of stuff. It's just really, it's a really good episode. Yeah, you know, it's got, it has a lot of like scares to it and stuff. And, so and probably like, where he started getting ideas to get with Romero and do Creep Show. Well, this was that was after Creep Show. Is that after yeah, Creep Show? That, Creep Show came out with eighty one. Is that what we said? Oh, you're right. This is in this right. is later. You know, this is a. So this is even after the you know the uh, Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, you know, after that movie did okay. You know, at the yeah, theater, was, and then, yeah. then they're like, hey, we we will revive this. You know. Uh, so, anyways, we get to the next one, which is The Outer Limits. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. We can roll the image, make it flutter. We can change the focus to a soft blur or sharpen it to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your television set. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. Uh, ran from sixty three to sixty five, which I thought it ran a lot longer than that. And I, I loved know that, that there show. was a there was of course, a course it was redo. all it was all in reruns for me, right, but I loved right. that show. Now I know that there was a there was a redo, but wasn't it more of a they they changed the premise. Like the yeah. Outer Limits was more of like Twilight Zone. It was a lot more sci-fi yeah. than, than it was, sci-fi. It's very much but sci-fi. But the new Outer Limits was like yeah, they they didn't tr- have like a storyline running no. through all of them or something. I mean, I know what Anthony Michael Hall was in it. What? Yeah, I did and, not enjoy it. Yeah, it so was not good. I didn't I didn't list that one on here because I didn't think that was actual anthology show. No. Um. So then we get into 1970 to 73. We have Night Gallery.
this was Rod Serling coming back to television. Right. Night Gallery is a completely different thing than The Twilight Zone. Ooh, it's such a different animal. It's not even funny. I know. And it's good. And you creepy. Know, and very creepy. Very and that, creepy. You know, the creepy, I think probably the creepiest part of it is Serling in the art gallery in yeah. the beginning in the quote unquote night gallery and they'll have a, 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 a painting there and he'll talk about it and it has it directly goes into the episode you know yeah and it is it's one of those things that it, it really got out there on some stuff you know where it's like oh my god that is a that's a show that's kind of I think that it's kind of gotten a little lost to history unfortunately and and it's one that shouldn't have because I, I it's wish still, they would release the episodes on DVD yeah, or Blu-ray or somewhere because um, I would love to have copies of that. And part of the reason it didn't go any longer than it did is because Rod Serling died. Right. You know, and so they were like, well, we're just, you know, he became a part of his own gallery. Yeah. Um and especially with his his legacy in television and what he did between the two shows it's kind of a perfect capper of yeah. hey we did all this Twilight Zone stuff we did a lot of groundbreaking stuff and for television in the early days now we're coming back with something completely different yep and this might actually be my masterpiece <laughs> you know that's oh, <laughs> on the way out the door yeah <laughs> it's, it's pretty good it, is, it really it is. is okay so the next one we're going to jump to and there's a couple things like there actually was a short there was a There was a couple of, like, one season here or there, you know, 13 episodes or whatever between 73 and 83 when we're yeah. coming back into this, uh, which is, you remember the, the Hitchhiker? It started off, I think it was on HBO, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and then it became syndicated. And it wasn't, this is before HBO was like, hey, we're HBO, we can do whatever we want to. Yeah. Um, it was, um, it ran from 1983 to 1991. I didn't realize it ran that long. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing this because we didn't have HBO at the time, but I remember seeing it in syndication. USA yeah. used to show it quite a bit. You that, know? That's where I know it exactly. from. Exactly. Okay. And basically what it was is that you had this guy, this hitchhiker, yeah. that it would show him like walking down the road or whatever, and then he would turn around and start talking to the camera and basically set up the episode. Right. He, as a general rule, was not in the episode. I think, yeah. actually, I think he was, and it was one of those things where he was kind of an Easter egg. You like know, in the background somewhere, somewhere, or 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 you know, it might actually be one of those things where like they drive past him on the side of the road, you know, in some episodes or something. It was something weird like that where it was yeah. like I think they did try to incorporate him in somewhere in in every episode. I could be completely wrong about that. It's been a while since I've seen the episode. Be a good uh, premise, but I remember did. you know, and they were all. It was basically him like, oh, let me tell you a story about you know whatever you know, yeah. and and then he would and then it would come back around and he would talk about it. At the end, he would cap you it know, off, and then yeah. he would start hit, you know, walking down the road, you know, again, to get thumb out, yeah, the backpack on, you know, and walking and yeah. stuff. So, uh, I that was, and I had almost forgotten about it until I started doing the research. It's like, oh, yeah, I do remember this, but I did not realize it was on the air for eight years. That that's you know, crazy, I know, and it's uh, um, because the thing is, is that. It lasted longer than this next show, which is one we all remember, which is Tales from the Dark Side.
different world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld, a place that is just as real, but not as brightly lit. A dark side. I loved this show. This show was amazing, and it ran from 84 to 88. Now, the reason that we think that it ran much longer is because it was in syndication forever yeah. after this. And it has one of the creepiest theme songs yeah, ever. Yeah, it does. Uh, and and course, I will put it in here. You know, all because, the all the the footage of going like through the trees uh, and, the, and that yeah. whole that voiceover, you know, and and they invert like you know, it's like you know, they, they, it starts with you know, it's already like like saturated, really saturated, right. and then they invert it, and it's just like, oh my goodness, you know. And again, Tales from the Dark Side had episodes that were a little more sci-fi, you know, here and there, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But it really did deal with a lot of well, horror and sci-fi tend to walk hand they in really hand do. anyway. And this this was more of a more horror than yeah. Anything. Two of the episodes that always stand out with me from from this show. All right. One of them, uh, I think it's called the Carnival. It's like the second. Oh season. no, I know exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where it's this newspaper reporter comes in and like yep. he's this real. You know, like he's kind of being a jerk to this ringmaster at this carnival, you know, like, oh, you know, you know, all your carny stuff and blah, 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 blah. And he's the guy's clearly a some kind of ghoul, you know, and it's one of those things where he's oh, like, yeah. you know, and he's like trying to show him like parts of his his show. And he has a vampire that like eats a lamb. Like right in front of like you know, like that, oh. you know, like bites its neck and everything and he's yeah, like drain. oh and you think this is a kid you know this is a family show blah 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 obviously he's got a razor blade or something in there and he did this and blah, yeah. blah 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 and it's one of those things that at the end of it he becomes a part of the show of the the sideshow I think he's the mummy or something like that like they have him in a he's in a, I remember him, him being in a, in a casket you know like yeah. you know whatever no they or sarcophagus they, or something they so. totally kidnap him and yeah, turn him but into it's, part of it's the, really like a, a the side cool show. episode yeah um, the other one I remember. And this is the way Tales from the Dark Side would do a lot of these episodes, where it's this woman, she's at home, and she gets a phone call. And she picks it up, and she hears a voice on the other line that she recognizes, but she can't quite pin down who it is. And she keeps, and the, the, and the woman's crying, yeah. and she says, um, he's dead, he's dead, oh my God, you know, or something like that, you know. And it's one of those things that, like, and then, like it goes dead, and she's trying to figure out. And of course, she like she she calls her sister, thinking it might be her. Yeah. Her. Um, she kind of goes through all. They go through all that stuff, and then she. I'm trying to remember the exact thing. She she calls the phone company, and she's trying to get them to reverse. Like, hey, this. this yeah. I got this phone call. It's disturbing. I I think it might be you know somebody's in trouble. You know, and blah 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 blah. So it's one of those things where like. They never, they just don't get any Does it, closure. Doesn't it like turn out to be her? It's her. It's down the line, I, years down the line. And her husband, I, she finds her husband dead. Right. And she goes over and she picks up the phone and calls. And it's that, it's her calling back in time. Yeah. I, okay. And yeah. I, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is starting to ring a bell. Yeah, I'm, I'm somewhat remembering there this episode. There were several episode. of those, you know, there was, there was an episode where like, 
there was an episode where it dealt with a lottery and like this yes. person like his number was supposed to like he made it like he cast a spell and the number is supposed to be six 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 but it comes out to be six six seven and then he goes to find out like what went wrong and he goes and finds the finds the person and comes to find out she's a better sorcerer than he is you know and it's you know <laughs> yeah. it, it's there, there's there's several things like that there's a bunch of that and some of them get there I know there was one where this guy was like collecting people's tears. You yeah. know, and it, some of the some, stuff got a little, it got a, a little, little out weird. there. Um, some of them are right down like, ooh, gosh, I'm not going to know. I'm not going to, I'm going to have trouble yeah. sleeping tonight. So that thing. was Tales from the Dark Side. That, that show was great. I, I thoroughly, and that's all on, matter of fact, I've got the complete, what? I've got the what, complete what, what, series what, what, on DVD what, what? in there. Yeah. Okay. So I've well, had I'm, it for a while, so. We need to talk afterwards. <laughs> yes. So the next one that we have, and again, this one veers off into some other sci-fi and more fantastical but it was amazing stories oh I remember Steven Spielberg yeah, no, I remember them. It, um, it actually came on somewhere right around the young Indiana Jones. Eh, maybe it's I eighty-five think. to eighty-seven. I, I feel like I feel on. like yeah. those, those two Probably. were tied. The Amazing Stories I never really got into. It wasn't that good. There of a series. are again, there's a lot more sci-fi and just fantastical stuff yeah. than there is horror. But there are some horror episodes in this. Uh, it ran for two seasons. It's pretty good. I think they tried to revive it a little while I, back, and it didn't, didn't come back. Like it. but, it's it, a, uh, but, uh, but then we get into the next one, which is 1988 to 1990, two seasons worth. It's Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, that is the basically Freddy Krueger had gotten bigger than the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise and it had like right. become the focus of all of it. So they're like, hey, we can spin this off into a television show. It was a syndicated show. No budget. Yeah. Bad. It, two seasons worth. Bad production. I have. I actually know it's three seasons worth. Or is it two or three? I can't remember. I, I have them all. It's and, and it's one of those things that they're, they're kitschy. It's fun to go back and see who was on the show you know like that would be yeah okay i get that i get that but Um, you know the fact that somebody would hey we should make the show and somebody over at guiding lights like well we've got that set over there we're not using and there's that that equipment over there that we're not using you also have to remember in 1988 this was like hey i can watch freddie on television every week uh, you know and and i did of course it was syndicated so it kind of moved around the dial quite a bit and so i would like Oh, I know when it's going to be on, and then like they changed it six yep. months later, and then it's they like would I try finally to... found it again, and then like it would be on for you know six months or so, and then it would move again, and it's kind of like with Friday the Thirteenth, right? You know, it started off on one no, network it, and it went to another it one, jumped networks yeah, so many times because they were the all syndicated, funny. you know, right. it was just whatever UHS yeah. UHF station picked it up this time, you know, and then wherever they slotted it in because it was never in the same spot. No, and you know? a lot of times they would try to use it as like a filler a, a tent and, peg yeah, or yeah. a filler you know for some other show that they were tent polling right so the next one that i have here ran from 1988 to 1991 
This is monsters. Monsters is kind of like Tales from the Dark Side. Okay. It had a tendency to be a little lighter. Like, it was a little more comedy. Not really comedy, but it would have, it would be a little more humorous. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, It had one of the greatest swerves in the opening ever. Sure, okay. No, seriously, it did. I've never even heard of this show. Okay, so so this was, like I said, and, and part of it was, again, this was in that block of, oh, that's what it was. It was Tales of the Dark Side, yeah. Monsters, and then the new Twilight Zone would play. Okay. That's what it was. Sure. I remember that. And and uh, and then there was something else that came on after it that I was that was kind of in that vein, but I didn't like, and that's why I didn't watch it. You know. Sure. Uh, but Monsters has like one of the greatest swerves in the opening, where it's one of those things where it's kind of doing that HBO thing, where it's going down Main Street, you know, and and it's yeah. like oh, just right, and it goes up to this house. You like see through the window, you can see like the. Um, the shadows of the family and they're like oh hey you know the, the show's getting ready to start hey you know, who's got the popcorn blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. and then it pulls in and it's a family of monsters sitting getting, getting ready to watch the television the show monsters oh, you know and it's okay. just one of those like oh okay and that kind of sets the tone for sure what they, you know and so and it would it would veer off into the horror from time to time but there usually was a little more it was a little lighter than it was some. more family friendly yeah, maybe. It, yeah. It, like I said, it was a little more yeah. humorous than than the other ones. Yeah, usually, usually, it, it, you know, rather than just some ironic twist, it was a humorous ironic twist. You know, rather than a yeah. you know just a mean ironic twist to the to the stories. You know, you know, you know what happens when you boil a funny bone, don't you? you get a laughing stock, and that's humorous. Anyway, so uh, our next show that we have here. Sorry, you kept saying the word humorous and. <laughs> My cousin's joke just uh, kind of, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So the next one ran from 1989 to 1996. Okay. Tales This is the one Dave's been waiting to get to. There we go. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about a show that I had to work to watch because it came my, on pa- HBO. my parents would not pay for right. HBO. So I was literally, I was, I, every red cent I could scrape together to buy empty VHS tapes. To have somebody record ha- them. Right. Hey, do you have HBO? Can you record this Can for me? Can you record yeah, this yeah, for me? I know, I know. Yeah. And that was, I didn't get to see 
much of the show when it was actually in its initial run because we did not have... We would go through periods of having HBO. Well, we would have it, and then we wouldn't, and then we'd have it, and then we wouldn't. And, of course, if there was a free preview weekend... That was the only way I ever got to see a You would record that one episode yeah. and watch it over and over and over and over and over again. Right. Now, in the early 90, early to mid-90s somewhere, I remember them syndicating the show, and they kind of cleaned it up a little bit. To, they had to clean it up a lot. Let's be not honest as much about as it. you remember as you were, as you remember. Like it was one of those things on HBO. So yeah, you would have they, 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 they would, would have, have language. To, they and would there have would to be cut out the language. And there would, would be have, some nudity occasionally, but it wasn't. They would have to cut it. But it was mainly the blood and the guts they right, were having to right. clean. That up. was more. There was more blood and guts right. than there was anything else in the show. And of course, the Crypt Keeper became a huge thing. You know that oh, that yeah. puppetry is just amazing. Uh, of course, it spun off two movies. You yep. know, actually three movies. I think. But it's, it also it's three movies. I know you hate the one. It also spun off a Saturday morning cartoon called Tales from the Crypt Keeper. And it was basically, I, it, there was three seasons of it. Or, uh, it it's, it's a weird thing because it ran from like 1993 to like 1995, like with two yeah. seasons. But then it came back in 1999 for one season. I totally don't remember this. I do. I remember seeing it. It came on like ABC, like Saturday mornings. All right. Okay. I think that's right. Um, I believe it was ABC. Was it ABC or was it Fox? It was one of the two. And but it was they were really clean. Like they, it was still like that that Crypt Keeper type stuff. But yeah, they really but they had they to made make it kitty. You know, more than anything. What are you looking at? Uh, d- never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's one that you may or may not remember. Okay. You were Playboy used to have television. Playboy TV? No, I don't have any clue about that. Yeah, okay. So there was Playboy had. I actually, I think they still have a television channel, like on like upper tier cable somewhere. You know, it's paper. It's like yeah, extra whatever. Uh, it was usually available on like um, um, like satellite. You know, that was kind of one of those things. They had a show. Okay, wait, wait. For those who don't know, let's talk about what we're Playboy. when we say satellite. <laughs> oh, satellite was not we're the not, same we're not as talking cable. A, we're not talking about Dish TV. No. Well, okay, we're not talking about... This was an actual they, huge satellite. This thing was a satellite... My neighbors still have a satellite dish Grab out a here. picture of it. Yeah. But this thing, they would come out and they would install this in your yard. This thing was massive. And That's it looks huge. like you have installed a radio station it in really your yard. It really does. And it was one of those things that you that literally whenever you would switch satellites, that thing would move. Yeah. To like, yeah, it, it just... because And they gave you an actual like star map of where the satellites right. were going to be at what time. Right. And it was it a was, it, it was, was a major production to get this thing in on the satellite you right. Were. And if you missed a show on HBO Satellite One, you could, you catch could it on swing the sec- yeah. that thing around this HBO Satellite right. Three. And, and there catch was a lot of stuff that was available on satellite that wasn't even available on cable that was really uncensored and you know Spice Channel and different stuff like that that was like. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it, was it was straight up porn. Basically, is it, what it, it came down it to. It was a education when you went over to a friend's house yeah. to, for a sleepover. <laughs> hey, check this out! And it like one at one in the morning, your friend you would wake up and you would catch your friend like watching something. And you're like, what the? What are you watching? I know, and then I know, and, like, and it was both the greatest and scariest thing that you'd ever seen in your life. <laughs> it's like I can't believe you're watching this. You're gonna get caught. You're, get caught. you're gonna get caught. And that was a thing. If it was on one television, it was on all televisions. Yeah. So it wasn't. It was, so it wasn't one of those things where like, oh, I can sneak in here and watch something on this TV yeah. that my parents aren't watching. No. If it's on a station 
it's on that station everywhere. Because you had one box that right. fed every TV right. in the house. Right. Uh, so anyway, Playboy Television had a show called Inside Out that was a an anthology horror slash sci-fi uh, thing. It was one season long. Truthfully, I've never heard of this show. I Honestly, it's funny because I found this... I remember seeing... Like when I, when I when I found this when I was doing my research here like you know going through anthology shows yeah. and stuff and I saw when, as soon as I saw the the artwork I remember that box at the video store like that I used to work at like because we you know we had our little like softcore you know whatever stuff and I was like oh I remember this like the box like the you know okay yeah. uh, the, the the art design that was on it because it it didn't feature like. <clears throat> I'll, I'll I'll have to show you. I'll have to put it up. You know, just yeah, thing because a, it's because it's one of those things included. where it's like it, there's nothing like salacious about it whatsoever, other than the fact that it says Playboy at the top and has a little bunny logo. You know, yeah, it, it's just kind of. But it's one of those things that Playboy tried to get into this a little bit in, in one season. I think I think it might have actually only been like one show that was like an hour and a half long or something that they had these three stories oh, in or okay. something. They were yep. trying to start something and it just didn't go anywhere. Gotcha. I don't know. I've never seen it, but it was, it was just like, all right, Playboy tried it, you know, along with everybody else. Okay. The next one also came out in 1991 to 2000. This is a, a, a big departure from what we just talked about. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> R.L. Stein. Yes. Uh, and this ran for nine years. Yeah. I, I knew it ran for a long time. This was a Nickelodeon it. show. It was a Nickelodeon? I believe it was it a Nickelodeon show. I think show. it also got syndicated over onto some it, other I stuff I think it eventually well. did, but it started out over on the Nickelodeon channel, if I remember well, right. Well, the other one is Goosebumps, which is R.L. Stein. ran from 95 to 98 so they were on at the same time yeah you know, and now that one Nick goosebumps i know for was on like fox kids yeah you know that was they used to advertise that stuff all the time and those we talked about them a little bit in our fear street you know about right. this stuff that like those were actually pretty decent they, they were books yep and then then they made these television this television series yep. and they're actually pretty good even though they're they're geared towards kids they're actually pretty good they're well fun. I mean the they're are you of afraid fun. of the dark started with the kids all sitting around the campfire telling ghost, ghost stories story. yeah they're and, campfire stories right, basically yeah. yeah and yeah and that's exactly how that one yeah and then the goosebumps you know it really had a lot of like throwback to Twilight Zone style right you know there there well, really was a lot of that to if, it if so. you actually go back and look at the R.L. Stein stuff mm-hmm. and this guy was prolific like oh, you God, cannot no. even believe but well, a lot of are it, you afraid of the dark goosebumps fear street. fear street I mean it's just like wow but if you a, go back and actually look at it you can tell what a fan he was of that 50s and 60s yep. Um, yep. Pulp fiction, mm-hmm. horror, sci-fi, mm-hmm. you know, all that, that stuff. That, because uh, what do they call it? Um, 
like space age or whatever, yeah. you know, type, you know, because some, you know, the artwork kind of mimics that the storylines kind of mimic that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can tell where he's drawing, what well he's drawing right. out of to write all of his stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, that, that's part of the reason why it's so popular because it is such a great fountain to draw from. Right. So these next two I have here are kind of breaking my rules a little bit. All right. This is where I get to throw it back in your I face. Kind of. Okay. Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction? Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction? Hosted by Jonathan Frakes. Tonight, your challenge is to separate what is true from what is false. Five stories, some real, some fake. Can you judge which are fact and which are fiction? To find out, you must enter a world of both truth and deception. A world that is beyond belief. I barely have a hint of a memory of this show. It ran from 1997 to 2002. I forget who it was that started off hosting it the first season, but Jonathan Frakes hosted it after that. And basically what they were doing... The production on this thing was not great either. This this was... And I remember this running on sci-fi quite a bit. This is where he started, you know, really trying to um, flex his directing and producing muscles. You know, this is after the... Next uh, Generation show. Well, Generation was... No, what I was going to say, th- this was post um, Alien Autopsy. Yeah, you know that 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 whole thing that he hosted on Fox. It was an hour long, you know, that you know, fact or fiction, you know, type stuff. Yeah, and they they put this thing in, and the only reason I put it in here is because it does kind of qualify in the fact that they, they would have three stories, yeah. and they would dramatize the stories, and one of them was quote-unquote true you know based on something that happened which of these stories is true and the other two were complete fabrications yeah and so it was kind of one of the things where like okay well you're getting two stories here that are bullcrap yeah that are that are paranormal in some way that you know that whatever um and so i I allowed this one because of that um this show like you said the production was bad on it he he was overly like dramatic in his he was really trying to be the guy from unsolved mysteries yeah he was trying to be robert stack in a lot of ways unsolved mysteries dude that (laughs) you know what next year for october fifth we might not might might not like dig yeah because some of those things were downright scary (laughs) oh yeah you know we we grew up in the generation where you went outside you didn't have to be home until the streetlights came on right and if you didn't make it home you ended up on unsolved mysteries as nature intended just like nature intended (laughs) exactly Exactly. Did I ever tell you the story about my mom? Um, uh, actually, no. It wasn't. It wasn't unsolved mysteries. It was. Um, um, what was the one that John Walsh hosted? Uh, America's Most Wanted. Oh yeah. About okay. somebody calling the cops, thinking that she was somebody that they saw. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Someone snitched on your mom? My parents. This is back in the early nineties somewhere. Okay. And my parents went to eat. There used to be a Shoney's over here and they went to eat. And it was one of those things that this was not that, unusual. No, no, no. That was store number one for Shoney's. Right over here yeah, in Madison, in Madison Square. Yeah. That was, yeah. And it was, you know, they ate there a lot. Everybody know? So, ate there yeah, a lot. Yeah, but it was one of those things that, you know, they were in there quite a bit. And apparently they, pro- the week prior on America's Most Wanted, they profiled some woman who had, like, embezzled a bunch of money from a couple different companies and disappeared or whatever. Yeah. And one of the the servers there thought it was my mom and called the cops. And, like, it was one of those things. They went outside, and there's a cop kind of, like, hanging out. And 
wanted to ask some questions, you know, of like and stuff. It's like, huh? And it's funny because like dad was telling me about this, you know, laughing about it and everything. Yeah. And he's like, eventually they actually saw the episode and they're like, didn't look like her at all. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> well, as we all know, snitches get stitches. Exactly. So, so I hope your your mom went back oh, and cut her. Man. Because your mom seems no, like the kind of cool person that would do that. My mom's pretty cool, but she's she's a very live and let live type person. She's nonviolent. Snitches and, get so, stitches, which means she probably time. which means she's probably a secret assassin or something. She's a spook. It, so. Your mom's a spook. <laughs> You've been listening to No Agenda too much. So. <laughs> everybody's about, everybody's, everybody's a, spook. a spook. I know. Yeah. So the next one, just in case, ITM again, again. I'm kind of breaking. Did you ever see the show Freaky Links? Okay. Don't it even, ran from one season. Never even heard of it. From 2000 to 2001. I think this was a Fox show as sure well, it is. if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, it was kind of riding that the coattails of the X-Files. Okay. And it had um, Ethan Embry was the main character. You know, the main whatever. And sure. it was based around the internet. Uh, Frankie Links, you know. Oh, gotcha. Where they, yeah, were basically yeah, yeah, running, yeah. they were basically running down paranormal stuff. And every episode, it was a... Hang on a second. Okay. All right, we're back. Dave had to uh, so, go hack up along. Sorry about that. Alan, Alan may have inadvertently just tried, tried to, to kill poise him, yes. me. I've, I've got a slight allergy to cinnamon, and if it's airborne, it can shut down All my right. passage, air passages. So uh, we were talking about Freaky Links. And, yeah, it was kind of a... Like I said, it was... It was Kind of in that vein of the X Files, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and uh, it only ran for one season. It was all right. I mean, I've, I've gone back and called episodes of it, and I think there might have been some kind of overarching through line, through line. But I don't. You mean like uh, Friday Thirteenth? Yes. Yeah, this is like where that. this is where uh, I throw it yeah, back I in said, your face. I said kind of. I, I well, I've got another one that that okay. really, and I think you'll be okay with it though. Uh, so freaky, we go from Freaky Links to 2005 to 2007. Now this one, this is a little different. Masters of Horror. Was this like on one of the pay channels? Yeah, I think it was on Showtime, if I'm not mistaken. It was. It was. It was Showtime. I think I had to catch this way after it they were all aired. put out on, on DVD. And basically, what it was was that like they got different horror directors. Wait, wait, wait! Masters of Horror. Yes. No, I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about because I've got the two disc uh, soundtrack for this yes. thing where it was all heavy metal. Yeah, but it was one of those things yeah. where they got these different horror directors to come in and do mini movies basically right. they, yeah. they weren't full length movies but they were longer than normal episodes you know and and so I mean yeah they, they got some matter of fact let me pull up all the directors they had they got on this yeah and the soundtrack was just like holy crap I are know. you kidding me uh, 
Masters of Horror. Come on. Uh, seriously? I was like, this sounds very familiar. What's he talking about? And then when you told me, I was like, yes, yes, absolutely. Masters of Horror. So, um, they had... Jeez, who directed all There was 26 episodes in, in, in all. And so it was one of those things where, like, they had, like, um... I think, um... Like St- I think Stephen or Stuart Gordon did one. Um, Toby Hooper. Uh, let's see who else. Dario Argento. You know, so it was one of those things where they got like, you know, some pretty big names. Uh, Mick Garris. I think Stephen King did one. Joe Dante. Um, John Landis. John Carpenter. Ooh, which one did Carpenter do? Uh, cigarette burns. Oh, that's right. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. I have some other. I mean, some of these I don't. I don't recognize like big names. You know, like Lucky McGee. I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, let's see. Larry Cohen. So I mean, it's one of those. Like I said, they they uh, they got some some pretty big name people to come in. Yeah. The and, sound. Um, they, they actually released. Um, oh, Takeshi Mike. Uh, did one oh really so yeah that's pretty good well they actually released two volumes of soundtrack from these things and both volumes were dual disc cds mm-hmm. and on volume one you had bands like Mudvayne, it dies today funeral for a friend um shadows fall the bled murder by death Mastodon, Death by Stereo, yeah, (laughs) Buckethead was on this. Oh, Rise Against was on this. From Autumn to Ashes. Oh, actually, John Carpenter did a couple of them. He did another one called uh, Pro Life. Um, Oh, Pelts, I remember this one. That was Dario Argento. Fear Before the March of Flames. You know that that, that's some. Volume Two had people like Hatebreed, Cradle of Filth, Laguna Coil. Lacuna Coil, sorry. Uh, Eagles of Death Metal. Chimera. Um, Chimera. Chimera, sorry. All That Remains. You know, I mean... Yeah, so it's one of those things that they they did a a really good job of bringing in, you know... Some heavy hitters. Some heavy hitters, you know, to come in Mm -hmm. and do these episodes. And and, and they would... I know that they... They did like these little mini box sets for the movies, where like they would put like both the John Carpenter episodes, yeah. because basically what it was is that they each did an episode each season, you know, and so it was one of those they would put them together as you know, oh, this is the John Carpenter collection, this is the Dario Argento, this is the right. you know type stuff, and it was some of them were really good, some of them were not okay, so good, you know, yeah. I mean, but that's you get that with any of it, but it was still it was still an the interesting, bands that were not so okay, I, I didn't even mention, yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, so like Andrew WK was one of them that I didn't <laughs> mention. It's like no, no, that's not metal. Did you see who he married no. here recently? Mm-hmm. Kat Dennings. Kat, yes, Kat Dennings? Kat Dennings and Andrew WK just got married not long ago. I know. Oh, I'm so I know. sad. I know. I know. I love so, Kat Dennings. How could she be so dumb? I, well, you know. <laughs> you know how it is when women get around musicians. You know? <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Anyway, so I have here's here's the next one that okay. I have here. In 2011, and this one is still an ongoing show, and this is kind of breaking the rules a little bit. All right, American Horror Story.
Because every season is a different, is a horror, different horror, story. horror story. But it's all the same actors, all the same characters. Mm, it's not all the same characters. They, they, I know that they have pulled some of them together. But yeah. it's one of those things where it's the same actors playing different roles every season. There is not every season. Not er, now again. I know that there are some. They've they've started trying to tie <laughs> this stuff together. There, you there's know? fan theories that this is. There's actually, not even just fan theories. There there they have actually in now. I I have I they watched, actually outright come and said they're talking about Dante's Inferno. I don't know about that, but that that's the fan theories that these are all tied into Dante's Inferno, and each season is actually another level. I of know that the underworld that they tied in. Asylum with creep show or with a uh, freak show. Right. Like they had that. They you yeah. saw the asylum at, at some point. You know, like the you know, and one of the characters yeah. comes into it. They also tied in um, a Coven with uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. You saw you know the same. As a matter of fact, they had the same actors play dual roles right. in this you know and so it's one of those things where like they, they've they've tied in here and there and I guess but every season is an anthology basically it's a story and then they go to something else and then they go to something else and they go to something yeah. else um and i know like here recently they've been doing like was it double feature or something like that and there was a whole deal with like the aliens which goes back to asylum again you know i mean it's like, yeah there, there's a whole bunch of that, but it, technically it's an anthology Technically, even though it's not a episode to episode anthology, it's a season to season anthology. I think you're, according to the premise that you laid out at the beginning of the episode that you were going to go with, you're really stretching the taffy on this one. This one's stretching this one. I have one more. It's another one that's still ongoing. Okay. Uh, In 2019, we got the premiere of Creep Show on uh, Shudder. Which I have not been able to watch because I refuse to pay for yet another streaming service. I considering have, I've had to cut my, I've, me and the wife have had to pair our streaming services way back. I have seen the first season of this. It's good for the most part. It's kind of when you go back, in, like we we covered Creep Show last. Year. Yeah. And that first creep show is still pretty good. I think there's like maybe one, one story in there that I can do without, you know. Um, other than that, it's it's pretty solid. Then you get to the creep show two, and there's like the story. Of the raft is really good. Mm-hmm. The rest of that that movie is not. 
And then I know there is a creep creep show three. That's you didn't you watch it? No, I didn't. Okay, not watch somebody it. watched it, but apparently it is terrible. I mean, just terrible. I haven't seen anything past the first creep show because I I was like I'm not gonna waste my time on the these. second one. Like I said. There, there's there's one story in there called The Raft that is really good. But the rest of it is just like, whoa. Oh, okay, they were just trying to, you know, capitalize on the fact that Creepshow was, did so well, you know, when it was released. On VHS. Yeah, I didn't do well. But, yeah, but, but it gained a, a, good enough, a big enough following to where they were yeah. like, oh, we can do another one. Well, it, it became a cult classic. Right. And it was only after, well, it was on VHS and beta. Oh, yeah. It was That's on, true. It was That's on true. Betamax at one point. So when they did this show, yeah. Um, some it's, of them are good. Some of them are Nick, not. Nick, what's his name? That's also doing Walking Dead. What's his name? Um, Nick. Um, Nick Frost. No, no Nick Garrett. It's one of the. It's one of the producers from The Walking Dead. I don't know. Anyways, I, like I said, I watched that first season, and some of it's good, and some of it's not, and and you just. Okay, I haven't gotten into the second season. I think the third... I haven't watched the second one. And the third one's getting ready to premiere. So, I'm all about... Hey, bring us bring us back another... You know, some more horror anthology shows. There's there's plenty of stories to mine. You know, you know, just going back to like... Um, the Tales from the... Or, um, Tales from the Crypt. You know, all those yeah. EC comics. You know, that that's awesome that, that they, they went back to that. You know, Um why not just do more? You know, I, I think there has actually been talk of of a new Tales from the Crypt. Am, am I not? I, I haven't heard I'm that. Almo- if there I'm almost, is, I'm almost positive I saw something about HBO is wanting to bring it back. As somebody who that that's one of the streaming services that I, I have, have, I, I have refused to know, give up. And so if they bring back Tales from the Crypt, I'm going to be all over I, that. I, I'm almost positive. Let me <clears throat> let me look here real quick. Uh, that the, I, I remember seeing something about. Um, a revival of this. Um, what do we got? Tales from the Crypt revival series. Yeah, here we go. When was this from? Oh, see. Uh, Sorry, Greg uh, Nicotero from Walking Dead okay. is one of the um, producers for it. This here. Oh, no, no, no. Let me see if let me see if this is still Nope. It's dead. Never mind. Oh, uh, they don't were gonna you do tease for, me like that. They were gonna do it for TNT, but no. Do you know who was gonna head it up? No. M Night Shyamalan. So Okay, that guy can't write a horror movie I to save know, his life. I know, so that that went away. But it seems like I remember hearing something even since then about M like, Night Shyamalan a ding dong. About like about HBO bringing it back. I, I could be wrong, but maybe it's just wishful thinking. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's still one of those things where you know that those types of shows I still love because they are they are very palatable. Of I can sit down for half hour or an hour and watch you know Catch watch a couple an, episodes an episode or two and or three get up, or something, something and go else. do something else and come yeah. back and not have to worry about okay what was going on what was uh, okay let's go into this is something whole whole different you know right. Um, American Horror Story is a little different than that. You, you know, the thing about American Horror Story, I, I, I watched that first season when it came on the air 10, year, 10 years ago. I can't believe it's been that long. And I was just enthralled with it. Sure. But what I always said about that show was that, like, I never felt good at the end of it. <laughs> like, that was, like, one of those shows is, like, 
I really, I really like. I'm not gonna say I enjoy. I like this and all, and I'm interested in what's going on. But, but then you felt like you needed to go take a shower after. Not even just that. It's just that, like, you never come away with a good feeling afterwards. You know, it was just because it was just so like dark and and dire and 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 of course then we find out you know the the end of it that you know they were all dead and it was uh you know this was them there it was they were all ghosts you know they kept talking about the ghosts but come to find out they were all ghosts you know yeah and, and then you know oh but spoiler alert for, for those ten year whatever yeah. you didn't know about at this point <laughs> but but it was kind of cool that like you know oh we're gonna come back next year with something different and then we're going to come back the next year with something different. And then whenever they did the Freak Show, I watched that one because I love all that, that circus and carnival yeah. aesthetics and stuff. And I really enjoyed that as well. Um, and I, again, I started watching Hotel when that one came on. And I got about three episodes well, in. you I watched like, that because of who the main character on it was, well, was being lady, played by. Well, Gady Gaga or whatever. But it was still one of those things where, like, coming off that previous season, I'm like, okay, well, I'll go over and watch this. Yeah. Like I said, I watched, like, three episodes of it. And I'm like, ah, I'm just, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not into this. What, what was the one where Apocalypse was, was the next one that I watched, which was like another few seasons down the what line. Was and one I that really liked that one. the kid that played um, Quicksilver in the X-Men He's been movies. in, like, all of them. Well, <laughs> but it was like he plays a cult leader. Cult. Cult. Is there that was one what? Yeah. Cult. That, that was a season that I actually got into. That was actually pretty interesting. The problem I had with that is that they were getting very political with that. And, they and like, real-world politics well, were yeah. involved in that. And I'm like, no. I, no. Uh, this is, no. Okay. Uh, and, you know, the Ryan Murphy, you know, I've watched, I was forced to watch Glee whenever I was married to my second wife. Okay. And it's one of those things that on paper glee is one of those things that like I would like, you know, and I just didn't because Ryan Murphy just hits you over the head like all the time from, I mean, just, he just hits you over the head, hits you over the head, hits you over the head with his politics and his, you know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Whatever. A lot of which I agree with, you know. No, uh, the, fine. The but only, I don't need to get hit over the head every time I turn on an eternal thing. And then this one didn't until that season. Yeah. And then um, the only thing good to ever come out of Glee was the thriller heads will roll mashup, all right? But the thing with Ryan Murphy, you know, like I really enjoyed the um, oh, what was it the um, O.J. Simpson of the American Crime Story. You know, they've, they've done a couple of them. There was O.J. Simpson and then there was uh, no, the murder of... Uh, no, I don't like those at uh, all. Versace and, <clears throat> and you know, a few things like that. It's like, okay, they're all right. But no, did you ever I, see I, Scream Queens? No. <laughs> that first season of Scream Queens was great. I don't know what happened with the second one because it kind of got buried. It, the first one didn't do, like, the, the, the ratings that they wanted it to do. Right. And then the second one just kind of... But that first season is so... Like, okay, I'm on board with this. I'm on board. With okay. Um, but not anthology, but just Ryan Murphy is really hit or miss. Like, really hit or miss. Mostly miss for me. And I agree with that. Like I said, I just named three, four seasons of television that I really liked out of all the, the seasons of television that he's done. Yeah. And that tells you where where I land on that. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's our rundown of... of and there were some other things that were like lasted for a season that I didn't put on here that I'd never heard of before. A lot yeah, of it was like I was matter. trying to go with, and the reason I gave those those first four, you know, like with Thriller and you know Way Out and all that stuff yeah. was like from Beyond. You know, it's like well, that's this is where interesting. It started. It's where it started. It, it's that it's that early days of television, right? And it's 
and but it all kind of led into once we get to the twilight zone this is where it kicks off and it's stuff that we have seen our entire lives right because it's always i twilight zone used to come on in the afternoons you know whenever i was a kid well, it seemed like it. it seemed like if you were and flipping that, the channels and hearing that intro would oh, always get yeah. me run into the TV. You know, it, it seemed and, like it, at one point during my childhood, it, if you were f- to flip through what channels you had, mm-hmm. Twilight Zone would play three times a day on like three different channels. Yeah, sometimes, and it was like yep. in the afternoon, um, slightly after the news on one of the UFH, UFF, um, UHF, UHF channels, yeah. and then like again after like the ten o'clock news and. It's like you would have 10 o'clock news. You would have... Yeah, it would come on the, after the news. You would have the late, late shows. Right. And then... Well, depending on what it was. Yeah. I mean, because, like, again, it was... <clears throat> in the days before CBS had, you know, David Letterman, you know... Yeah. You know, when Letterman was still over on NBC after um, Johnny Carson... Right. ...on The Tonight Show, ABC and CBS didn't have late night shows. Yeah, like that. they would so they would buy things. up the cheap syndicated shows right. for, and, for time and you, filler. And you remember when like CBS had their prime time after prime time? You remember that? And like that's like where Forever Night was on there, and it was oh, like you know. Oh, I remember that yeah, show. Yeah, so basically yeah, what it yeah, was yeah, since yeah. they didn't have anything. Like since they didn't have anything back, this is like in the late eighties, early nineties. They would like basically have like a two hour block of new shows that were like high budget and you know it was that kind of stuff that was and they called it, it was the prime time after prime time yeah but they were they tended to be more dull they tended to right. be a little darker because right. you were you were past the safe the safe harbor laws at that in point in some ways yeah, yeah. but but it but it was when I was it's like okay that's pretty neat but they also like your local affiliate if there wasn't if CBS wasn't running something right like that, they would show you know abc our abc our local abc which is channel two here yeah uh used to show that's where mash used to come on after the news yep. like every night mash you know? so it was that kind of stuff where it was okay you know yeah. uh, of course if you had fox you know it, it was a long time before our local fox affiliate had an actual like newsroom or you know where they where they showed yeah. it. like we've only had like local fox Fox affiliate news for like what maybe 15 years or so maybe, maybe 15 something like years that. yeah maybe a little longer than that but it's still one of those things that in the grand scheme of it all it hadn't been that long so you know but what's funny is they came in starting and immediately at like, kicked channel two's yeah, butt but starting know. at like 10 o'clock you know in central time they would just start showing syndicated television shows of some sort. And a lot of times, usually once you got past 1030 was when you would start seeing reruns of Tales from the Dark Side or The Twilight Zone or, yeah. you know, whatever it was type stuff. And so that was the the good stuff, and especially on the weekends. Oh, yeah. The weekends. Absolutely. Was like, yeah. on the weekends. Um, now, I know and for a long time, and I don't know if they still do it or not, but sci-fi used to on Christmas Day do Twilight Zone marathons. Oh, or either Christmas Day or, or New Year's Day. I can't remember. Actually, sometimes it was both. And so it was... This is news to me. Really? Because no, yeah, because I used to watch them all the time. Like, I think it was actually New Year's Day that they would Because do a it. lot of time, it, it's um, we're either doing family stuff, right. playing games or whatever. No, it was it was or, Christmas Day. I take that back because I remember one year like getting home early. Or TBS with a Christmas right. story. I remember getting home early from Christmas stuff you know, with the family yeah. and turning on the television and watching like three hours of... Twilight, Twilight Zone. Oh, that, episodes, see, that would be you know? great. Uh, and so I'm all about, especially with anthology shows, having like marathons. That's, oh, yeah. Know, I, yeah, have an all-day marathon. Have a whatever, you absolutely. know. Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, anyways, 
I will put links, or I'll put um, on our YouTube page. I'll put at least the intros to all this stuff, and, oh, and if I yeah. can find a couple episodes here and there, I'll put I'll put up a playlist of some of this stuff, some of the ones that I that we remember, you know, that that kind of a little or that we can find that we can find is yeah. probably more of it. Uh, but it's, uh, I'm glad that we have Creep Show because it's keeping the tradition alive. But we need Absolutely. more. I really would like to see somebody you know it, it doesn't even have to be like you know one of the major like networks you know the big the four net, networks you know somebody like a, a tnt or uh yeah. or or uh you know we talked about that or or a, a tbs or, or maybe uh something where they do like a half hour horror um anthology of right. some sort yeah and um and make it good and make it don't, good don't yeah be... i know it's a don't be cheap and you know well just you know it's so funny and... it's so funny with all that that you get a show like the walking dead okay which we can debate all day whether or not it's a horror show it's, i really think it's more of a, a a human drama than it is a horror no, show. no i would agree with that. you know but you know something like that comes along it does and it definitely doesn't for, measure up to the comic oh no but it comes along and for a while yeah, it, it really dominates the zeitgeist. You know, like this becomes a huge thing. Yeah, and you know, you'll get something like that, and and but then it's like, I mean, zombies became so popular that people were taking drugs to become zombies yeah, in Florida. Like <laughs> Florida, I would believe that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know why something like this wouldn't work again. Is basically what I'm getting down to. No, it, it should. It, it would if it's if it's good. I do believe if, that if it would the, work. And if, I know I'd if watch the storytelling it. is good, mm-hmm. if the writing is good, if the production is good, I mean, it doesn't even have to Maybe be. Maybe like, you bring in some big talent like directing or something, writing yeah. know, type thing just I, for. I mean, it know. doesn't even have to be an hour show. No. I like said half hour is fine. Half hour is great. Almost everything that we that we ran down there are all were, half, were half hour, hour shows. episodes. Yeah. And you can tell a complete story inside of half an hour with twenty two minutes or whatever it is. If you're a good storyteller. If you're a good storyteller, and that's exactly what it comes down to. And don't go crazy with the CGI, just do practical effects. Do practical <laughs> effects, please. <laughs> try try to go back All and, right. and draw <laughs> inspiration, inspiration from the old shows. So guys, thank you so much for joining us in this episode of, uh, in our Oktoberfest celebration. Uh, we'll be back with more and um, look at, like I said, look in our show notes. You can find links to all of our social media, our Instagram, our Discord, our Facebook. Facebook. Uh, you can get us, you know, uh, email us. You can, a lot of you guys know us personally, so you can get us that way. <laughs> Some of you may not know us personally, and I'm not putting the challenge out there. To, hey, if you, <laughs> if you want to get to know us personally, go over to Discord. There you go. That's you know, how, we we you, hang out there quite a bit. You so. can actually chat with us live over there yes. at pretty much any hour of the day because... Neither one of us sleep really well. That's kind of true. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And we'll see you next time. See ya. The dark side is always there, waiting for us to enter. Waiting to enter us. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.
the goblins will get you if you don't watch out to take you and shake you until you shout stop look and listen it's halloween there's witches and broomsticks and big black hats stirring up the potions in big black fats stop look and listen it's halloween Standing in the fields at night The old grey house without a light The cold white moon shining down so bright With you and me standing there and shaking with fright Sneaking past the graveyard and trembling knees Faces peeking out at us between the trees Please stop, look and listen It's Halloween Shout. They'll take you and shake you until you shout. Hey, stop, look, and listen. It's Halloween. There's witches with broomsticks and big black hats. Stirring up the potions in big black bats. Come on, stop, look, and listen. It's Halloween. Cornstalk standing in the fields at night. The old Without a light, the cold white moon shining down so bright. With you and me standing there and shaking with fright. Sneaking past the graveyard, trembling knees. Faces peeking out between the trees. Please stop, look, listen. It's a high. Low. 